All right. Happy Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Trader Mindset Podcast. My name is Neil and let's get started for today. So we have a lot of things once again happening in the market. I've said last week, we need the bulls to prove it and the bulls are proving it. So I'm going to talk about both the crypto and the stock market today. Um, I've been doing that for the past few weeks now. Um, I love talking about things that are hype because I am a very um, hype market type of trader. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about myself, um, what I do, what my mental, you know, my mental game and all that. So sit back, relax. Let's get started. We're going to start with the broader market because everything is correlated to the broader market in some way. So first things first, I've said last week, we need the bulls to prove it with trend changes, right? SPY was in a daily downtrend, um, and then it had a significant bounce, and then we found a higher low. So our low was 426.36, and then our higher low was 431.54, and now we confirmed a daily trend change with a break of the resistance of 441.68. So the bulls are now proving it to us that they are in control. And it shows with, on Friday, we saw a gap up open and continuous buying pressure. And um, yeah, let's get, honestly, let's let's just get started with... um, what I'm looking for in SPY, the broader picture, right? So the longest term time frame, I've said, this is looking like a monthly bull flag if this is all the consolidation that we get, right? And now we retraced over 50% of this initial pullback, meaning that we saw a significant bounce. Um, and the most likely scenario is probably a weekly lower high compared to the all-time high, right? But knowing SPY, and it is notorious for V-shaped recoveries, I mean notorious. If you just look at the COVID dump, that was a V-shaped recovery in itself. So I would not be surprised to see SPY V-shaped back to all-time highs and continue this run. Because the overall picture, I've said, we have plenty of space to look for a monthly higher low, right? Like the last time we saw monthly consolidation, SPY was around like $320. Like anything above that is a monthly higher low, right? (laughs) And we have plenty of space to work with. So right now, you know, monthly bull flag is certainly on the table. If not, um, we will most likely see an equilibrium. And just because of the significant, this significant bounce that we just saw this past week, my bull senses are tingling, but in the short term, I have a bearish tendency. Um, that doesn't mean I'm going to continuously try shorting, um, the names, but, uh, we are kind of overextended. All I want to see is an hourly higher low, you know? So that's kind of it. 
I will be a buyer of a five uh, five minute oversold bounce, trying to find a hourly higher low. But man, bulls are keeping pressure in spy. Let's move on to QQQ. QQQ leading. Um, actually, let me check XLF because XLF is pretty significant too. So, yeah. What is certainly popping out? Let me go on a tangent real quick. What is popping out this time around is all sectors are bouncing at once. XLF, QQQ, which are the heavyweights, um, even XLV, which was the weaker sector. And I want to actually see how XLY is doing. Consumer discretionary, I think that is. What is that? Is that consumer's discretionary? Um, but whatever it is, we all these sectors are bouncing in unison. And that is, you know, keeping SPY very, very healthy. Um, and as I've said, I want to see this sector rotation. If we see the sector rotation going on, we could see a V-shaped recovery um, because in the COVID lows, um, when it started bouncing, we did start seeing this sector rotation, which even though certain sectors weren't doing well, like XLF, which was a very laggard sector, QQQ was running, which was keeping SPY healthy. And then when QQQ consolidated, XLF started running and vice versa. So it's very interesting to see how this stuff plays along. And you have to look at correlations. Correlations is essential when becoming a, you know, profitable trader. So let's move on to XLF. XLF, also a beast. We are just looking for hourly higher low compared to 39.20. Anything above that is an hourly higher low. We have a small gap fill around the $39 range. So if we do start seeing daily consolidation, I will be looking for a potential, you know, entry in that area just because we are pretty overextended in XLF and we are at all time highs. So damn, just looking at these charts, I'm like, damn, man, XLF um, took the lead bull. And we were, I was honestly talking mad trash about XLF during the uh, COVID dump and the COVID lows. So it shows how significant this sector is um, to the broader market. And let's look at XLV because this healthcare sector was not proving it to us for like the bulls were not proving to us, but we are try we were just trying to find a monthly higher low. And it looks like we might have found that. So right now, monthly consolidation, still very healthy. However, I would be looking for a lower high compared to the all-time high. So if the other sectors are doing fine, broader market is doing completely fine, right? And that's pretty much it with the broader market. I've said... So many times when people are in extreme fear, right, I, I start becoming kind of greedy. I profit off of fear, which is a lot of people, right? You want to buy low. I'm going to talk about Bitcoin in a few moments, but that, that's going to show the significance of uh, buying when there's extreme fear in the market. So... 
let's talk about crypto. Or actually, I want to note one thing about SPY, right? When there's extreme fear, just zoom out. What are we looking for in the longer term? And according to what the chart is saying, you need to create a game plan, right? You don't want to go in with no game plan and just get clapped. That's the last thing you want to do is get clapped by the market, right? All we were looking for in SPY is a monthly high or low. Whenever that, whenever you see a bounce, a significant bounce, you want to bottom fish that um, depend and make your risk according to how big of a drop that is, right? I always say have stop losses and that is why. You need to have stop losses. So if that scenario doesn't play out, you're back to cash and you're not holding bags because in the crypto market, there are lots of people holding bags in the Canadian MJ market. There's a, Oh my God, there's a lot of people holding back crypto. I know I'm going to say, uh, I just said I was going to talk about it soon. I will, uh, give me a second here, but the best time to buy is when no one's talking about it. So let's, with that being said, let's move on to crypto. Bitcoin is scouting all-time highs. Think about that, right? Just think about that for a second. We dropped 50% from around 65,000 to around like, I would say over 50%. um, From 65 to like $28,000. How ridiculous is that, right? And if you bought that extreme fear, you would be very, very profitable right now, which myself and a lot of people, you know, worked on, right? So we learned from our mistakes and you have to learn from your mistakes. If you did not participate in this weakness, because all we were looking for was a monthly higher low compared to $10,000. Um, and we had plenty of space to work with, right? We were in a daily downtrend, we were in a weekly downtrend, but we were in a monthly uptrend. And that is a reason why I was just saying so many times, I, in order for me to go aggressive, I want a monthly higher low set. I did not feel comfortable buying at these levels at $60,000, $65,000. And now that we've seen monthly consolidation, you bet I've entered in this, you know, drop right? So if you did not participate in this weakness and then this run, just take a mental note. There will be opportunities. The Canadian MJ market, the marijuana sector in itself is an extreme fear right now, right? I'm not telling you to do anything, but when that, you know, scale shifts, when everyone's on one side of the boat, when there's no one left to short and all there's left is shorts covering and bulls buying the dip, you will see fireworks in this sector. And because of 2017 in crypto, I learned how volatile markets can be when there's extreme fear and when there's extreme euphoria. And we were in extreme fear in crypto when we were in 28,000. We were seeing articles after articles of just trashing Bitcoin, right? We, Jamie Dimon just recently trashed Bitcoin saying it's essentially zero. What did Bitcoin respond? It is scouting all-time highs. 
when you start seeing these headlines that have no effect on Bitcoin or whatever you're trading, that's when you know things are getting different, right? Because usually bad articles come in depressive times in the market. Like in the Canadian marijuana sector, you're just seeing these headlines, right? Even though the earnings are good, blah, 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 seeing headlines of restrictions and regulations and all that. And it's particularly more vivid in the U.S. marijuana sector because it's still a Schedule 1 drug, right? So if it was me, right, allegedly, right, <laughs> um, I would be scaling in to small positions in this depressive time, as I've did with Bitcoin. Because when the scales tiff, tilt, there's going to be massive euphoria and FOMO. And I can almost guarantee that. Not even almost. I can guarantee that. That CNBC is going to go on it. Wall Street Bets is going to go on it. And there's going to be FOMO for sure. So, little side note on that. But, with Bitcoin... Bulls are scouting all-time highs, and I'm looking to buy another hourly oversold bounce. So, if you do not know what my plan was with Bitcoin, I went aggressive on this dump, and I scaled in. I did not just, you know, just go all in on weakness, but I scaled in slowly. Like, every every $10,000 I scaled in, Right? Um, and I honestly had scalings all the way up to like $20,000 because I was like, this is a scenario where this is a buy the dip scenario because we're just looking for a monthly higher low. And there's different type of traders too. You don't need to be the type of trader that I am. I am a contrarian trader. When everyone's on one side of the boat, I think about the other. Um, and that's kind of like my edge. I'm starting to learn bull flags, how to play bull flags a lot of things that I've been learning is playing short, which has been kind of fun. But um, yeah, my main trading edge is being contrarian. So I did that. I'm going to be buying this weakness, whether it's a daily higher low, whether it's a weekly higher low. But if we see something before all time highs, I'm looking to buy the dip. Now you have to have your game plans set accordingly. As I've said before, what do you want to make? Are you looking to enter a swing position? If you're looking to just buy a daily higher low and have continuation, like something like that, you have to have a plan. You don't, as I've said before, you don't want to be blindsided. I suggest you figure out what you want to do. Like for me, I said, okay, I will be buying the another hourly oversold conditions and four hour oversold conditions if I'm being conservative, right? There are people buying this five minute oversold conditions with aggressive size positions that I do talk to on a daily basis and they've been doing very well. So it's just how you want to play it and what time frame you want to play it. Time frame is very important. And if multiple time frames align with what I want to do, let's say five minute oversold and then hourly oversold, 15 minute oversold, if those all conditions are aligning together, I'm going in aggressive, right? So have your priorities straight. A lot of people play bull breaks. 
it's not me, not my cup of tea, but there's a lot of people that do well with that. So have that game plan defined and you will do well. Let's move on to Ethereum, right? So Ethereum is getting very interesting. I want to see Big Daddy Bitcoin go for that all-time high run. And then I want Ethereum uh, to follow. Because Ethereum is set very well for an all-time high run. Um, It is in a weekly equilibrium. And the resistance are... $4,030.35, or let's just say 4,000 psych. And then the all-time high is 4,400 psych, right? So Ethereum is set very well when the BTC pairing starts playing bullish compared to Bitcoin. Right now it is bearish, but that is just because all eyes are on Bitcoin because of an ETF approval. And don't want to get much into it because I'm not familiar with that process. So I'm not a fundamentals guy, but things are getting spicy between the SEC and crypto. So keep an eye on that. But as I've said before, Ethereum is set very, very well. Now, lastly, as I've said before, things are getting very interesting in this market, right? The best case scenario for the cryptocurrency bulls, right? And this is kind of astonishing to me how the dollar is running, but Bitcoin is running with the dollar. Typically, when the dollar runs, the value of dollar increases. The value of other assets typically decrease. But with Bitcoin running while the dollar is showing strength, that has my bull hat very very you know active (laughs) i am very bullish right now but that doesn't mean that i won't be able to adapt to weakness if if all we were going to see was a monthly lower high compared to all-time highs if that bitcoin etf does not get approved um we might see an equilibrium as more of a, you know, likely scenario. So, with that being said, I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you spend some time just doing your preparation. I want to go into an episode where I just talk about... uh, just my mentality as a trader. I know I didn't get time today. Uh, but I think it deserves a, an episode on its own, right? So there's a lot of things to talk about with that. Uh, how to handle fear, how to handle FOMO, how to handle losses. I think losses are very important um, to get better at trading. You need to have that feeling of hurt a world of hurt. <laughs> I think everyone needs that um, to understand risk management. So I'm going to talk about that in an upcoming episode because I think that is very important as a trader. Um, I'll be probably just talking all about it in one full episode, not kind of doing the stock market analysis and just giving you more of a psychological uh, 
episode. So I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have stop losses set and I will see you all next week. So take care and have fun.